What's poppin' Jimbo's? Welcome back to the Music Corner Rips to 808s. I'm Nate. Uh, it's your boy Trent. Hello, Sebastian's here. And today we got some more tunes, more music for the people like you. We're gonna roll right into this one with the new MGK album, Tickets to My Downfall. Sebastian, let's hear your take first. Fuck, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to drop an F-bomb there, but uh... <laughs> Yeah, I this one was the one I was like kind of afraid to talk about. I I know a lot of people enjoy this one and this does not change my opinion on MGK as a whole. It's just definitely not my favorite step that he's taken with his career and sound. Uh the singing is very blunt and doesn't fix or doesn't fit in too well with the rest of the instrumental, at least with me, and I, I know punk is very brash and very loud itself but for this i don't feel like the instrumentals matched very well with the kind of aggression he was trying to give off with his voice and kind of just his rounded tones um it's also kind of too sad boy for me to be punk it kind of played more into kind of like midwestern emo a little bit with a little bit of its uh sound and some of its very just simple lyricism um, you know, the guitar parts were pretty okay. I mean, you know, you can do a lot with power chords and as well with the pentatonic scale. And this one I did, uh, I did think it was pretty good guitar work overall. Um, but sadly, I did not like the trap mixed in with the punk either. I feel like that was definitely not a good step in the direction, in any direction, I would say, just because trap and punk are very, very, very different types of uh music genre and honestly you can blend certain things with rap but definitely or trap but definitely not uh definitely not punk and uh, other thing is uh halsey's in this one too (laughs) every time i have to hear her it's just kind of just grating to my ears it's just it's hard but i powered through it but didn't make the album any better for me um other than that, it was just, you know, nothing much to say from here. I give this one a nice uh, 0 out of 10. Damn. Holy shit. Well, I get it, though. I mean, it's not even up your alley anyway. And I knew you were going to say something about Halsey on this one because it's Halsey, and we know, we know your takes on that one. But, you know, I didn't mind this album one bit i didn't mind it as much as i thought i would because you know it's mgk i don't really listen to him that much and like you know it is what it is you know and i knew it was gonna go into a more pop punk direction but even then he still pulls it off pretty well um but he he does this album well for his uh you know for his style anyway like He's able to do this album. He's able to pull this off because, like, you know, he's got, like, some sort of, like, a punk history and everything. And, like, you know, he's able to uh, uh, demonstrate that well. And he's, like, even performed live, uh, like, you know, using guitars and all that shit lately. But uh, it was just kind of basic anyway. And it didn't do anything for me all that much. And... uh like it wasn't anything like you know riveting or anything like i did love bloody valentine and i did like the halsey track because and sebastian i feel like you're gonna you're not gonna like this next statement here but halsey gave me paramore vibes gave me Haley williams vibes with her vocals i don't know 
say what you will, it reminded me heavily of Paramore, and I really fucked with it. Uh, so yeah, that I I loved it. I honestly loved that. And there's other there's some other tracks in here too that were kind of cool, like with Trippy Red. I mean, like he's like one of those rappers and everything that can like definitely incorporate the whole punk style. So I thought that worked well. Black Bear's on here too, which is just like, of course, why not? You know. And uh, one of the only big negative things I have to say is I didn't like any of the interludes. They were kind of dumb. Some of them were cheesy. It didn't do anything for me. Especially, like, uh, what was that one? I think it was uh, Benign Tree at the end there with Megan Fox and him. Uh, they're like, we've been dating for, like, four months. And, like, we already have tattoos of each. You already have a tattoo of me. I'm like, stop. Why? Like, I don't... I don't care to hear that shit. It's, uh, it's just kind of weird. It's just weird to me. I don't know. I just found it pretty weird. But yeah, overall, I gave it a six out of ten. It was, it was good. It's nothing I haven't heard before, though. Leave it at that. What do you think, Trent? Uh, question: How many times did you guys listen to this album? Oh, twice, I believe. Yeah, Wait. I listened to it uh two times, and I listened to a couple tracks independently a couple more times just to get like an understanding for it. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've listened to this album. Why? Did you like? Uh, like, were you? Did you like genuinely want to, or is it like you? You were kind of like forced to. Uh, work. Ah. Uh, and at first I really didn't like it. Uh, I was like, I was like, eh, about it, you know. I kind of was like Sebastian. I knew I stood that Haley Williams track is still like, <laughs> or <laughs> Haley Williams. Fuck my butt. Oh, I thought you meant that like as a joke. <laughs> No, I. Well, you literally just started talking about it, so it was just I get ingrained. it. Uh, the Halsey track, um, which uh, Q did say sounded like Haley Williams, so I can see that. Um, you and him, right? Thinking that because I in that style, kind of does. Um, and I'm not the biggest fan of Halsey either. Um, but yeah, I overall. I mean, it wasn't wasn't the worst thing I've heard. It's definitely if he could if he stayed in this direction and perfected it, I'd be okay with it. Because uh, like we talked about, or like you talked about, like he did have, you know, before his rap shit, he had like some punk shit. Yeah, because he um, did like uh, a feature on a Sleeping with Siren song. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, overall it was okay. It grew on me. Uh, the interludes are still. I agree. The interludes are kind of weird. Cheesy. I mean, the one. What was uh, the one that Kevin and Barracuda? That one with Pete. Uh, Pete oh, that was Pete Davidson. That was in that one. Oh, oh, I thought that was Travis Barker. Oh, well, that's even funnier then. What was the alien one? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> is that? Is it? Was that? That was that one? Yeah. Oh yeah, that one was good. The Megan Fox one was good. Okay, so now that makes it funnier because it was Pete Davidson. I thought it was Travis Barker, and I was just like, oh, okay, that's cutesy because they're like, you know, oh, Travis Barker's working on it, so let's just talk about our alien names. But no, it's Pete, so that still makes sense. But I love that. Yeah, uh, it was. It's kind of whack. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> overall, I'd probably six. six. Um, Fair. Yeah. I it really was nothing bad, but mm-hmm. not too bad, not too good. I get you. Uh, but all right. Now moving on to a a, a worse album. Oh yes, I wanted <laughs> the moment I heard. Uh, was it what is that called? Uh, 
what is that track? I don't even remember the track name at the moment here, but Six Feet Under, Nightmares of the Decomposed. All right, so for this one, I got to open up the Spotify here real quick just to find the track names because, man, this was a roller coaster of shitty metal. Now, uh, if you go back a few episodes, Nate and I talked about one yes. of the tracks on here. I could not remember what track it was. A single that came out for the yeah, album. and this and it was the single I was trying to remember too just now. But like I have it right here now. It was Zodiac. Zodiac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pick up the pieces of my destruction. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, let me you tell you, he was the he was the original singer of Cannibal Corpse. Yes. Yes. The original singer, the OG of Cannibal Corpse. And not to mention, the band used to sound, vocal-wise, pretty tight. And even instrumental, but like, for the sake of argument, vocals, they don't sound normally this bad. And from what I've heard in the past, uh, it seems like the later albums tended to get into that direction of sounding bad, unfortunately. But this one was another level. I can't even explain how awful the vocals are. Not even just like the vocal, like just the metal vocals but like the pig squeals that he does is the the shittiest thing i've ever heard in my entire life it's not a pig squeal it's not it's it's, uh, it it blows my mind that they thought that this was going to be great and that they could release this to the public but what blows my mind more than even that is there are people who love this album people love this album and hey you know what to each his own dig what you dig music wise but what is there to like about this album there's not a single track i liked about it there (laughs) it was it was dog shit the instrumentals were mediocre at best you know i mean i know like you (laughs) you made fun of the uh the drums i think it was for zodiac right trent i thought you said something about like yeah those were those were not the best either but well, you know what are you gonna do it was it was an awful album it's uh, i can't even explain how bad this album is it's a big don't listen to this album kind of thing but with all this negativity that i am giving it right now and despite giving it a i believe i gave it like a two and a half out of ten uh it's not the worst album of the year still surprisingly i know but like i mean at least it was consistent which is why i gave it the half point because unlike uh the 1975 they at least kept to the style of both the album and like you know their music at least six feet under you know so i don't know man it was just a horrible project it amazes me that they released this it almost seemed like a troll but this was far from a troll so yeah two and a half out of ten that's my hot take. Sebastian, what'd you think? Ooh, boy. I did not like this at all. <laughs> um, of course, I don't know how anyone could. Uh, I honestly think it's pretty damn funny. I <laughs> It's hard for me to listen to it because there were some parts I genuinely found myself laughing very hard at. And I hate to say it like that that makes you sound very pretentious of anything but i just found this album fucking hilarious with just how he integrated the screams into some of the parts i mean you had the epic <laughs> like with the fucking, i don't even know if like that that's like the best interpretation like it just sounded so so 
so untrained. I mean, the guy sounds like he's never, ever screamed before, ever. And they were just like, hey, just go do this, man. You got this. And yeah, this is like a drunk guy at the bar trying to do like down with the sickness or some shit, you know. Um, <laughs> but this, oh, I, you know, it was something that I can at least say I can make after maybe 20 minutes on Audacity and a lot of alcohol in my system. I can probably make this, um, you know, it was kind of good for memes i would say if i want to like just just completely like just make someone hate me for even letting me borrow an aux cord i can probably play some of this or something uh you know it does hold value in that sense so that's why i therefore give it a score of negative five out of ten because the ironic value is pretty okay i get that i get that what do you think trent though um Honestly, I fucking loved it. This is the greatest album of 2020. This fucking guy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! It it literally sounded like like I, I talked about before. Like, I literally I could not figure out where one song ended and one song began. Like it was that much of just a drowning noise in the back of my head. Yeah, uh, it was like a long drowning noise. <laughs> mm-hmm. A very long drowning noise. <laughs> like I'm drowning, actually. Help. Yeah, that yeah. Like let my body hit the floor. Uh, but no, it was. I I will agree with Sebastian. The meme value of this, like, I could see Sebastian playing this the next time I get in the car. Like, yo, I found this amazing band. You gotta check it out. <laughs> like, you're, you suck. <laughs> uh, you know, I literally do not even have a score for this just because it's too fucking funny. It is. It's hilarious. And, like, it just amazes me that they released it. Like, wow. Unbelievable. But, uh, was that it, though? Was that your final thoughts? Oh no, that was yeah, it was. It. I I think I literally was at work and I just kind of leaned up against the wall. I was like, "Why the fuck am I listening to this?" Like, oh. <laughs> You're like Nate, why did you add this? Like, come on now. This I know, I know why you added it. Of course. I was just like, I was like, he's really just gonna do us like that. Are you really just gonna leave me with that? And that was like the middle of it. And I think I went the, from there to I oh, don't even know. Oh fuck, I can't even remember. Doesn't matter. Garbage. Garbage. Yep. Well, anyway, let's move on now to a at least slightly better album. Uh, the Neighborhood, Chip Chrome and the Monotones. Trent, take it away. Uh, I will say the name is fucking God tier just because of, uh, was that alliteration? Right. No, not alliteration. Is it alliteration? Uh, wait, 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 not, uh. No, 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 wait, Chip Chrome, Monotone. I've been out of school for two years. I don't know why. I know, I forget, too. It's not alliteration, because alliteration would have to be, like, the same letters, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, 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 that sounds right. Um, But whatever that uh, grammatical thing is, it sounds like that, and it's cool. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, the album itself is pretty okay. I mean, it's standard. I don't know the neighborhood that much, except for that song. Uh, that we're not even going to name, because when I say that song in the neighborhood, you know exactly what song I'm talking about. <laughs> um, 
And what is it? I think it has like over 400 million plays on Spotify. Something like that. Yeah, it's got a shit ton. Um, might even have like upwards of a billion. I'm not even sure. Um, but no, it, it was it, the album itself was okay. It's, I mean, it's your basic, I don't know, indie rock. I'm, I'll turn it. I'll turn it with, indie rock. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it's a basic album. But, I mean. Oh, that I went from six feet under the the fucking neighborhood. That's what it was. Oh, that is what you transitioned through. Yeah, that is. is I can remember what it was. I think it was. Let me check Spotify really quick. But I th- I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So I went into this and I was like, oh, this. I can understand what's going on here. I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, let's see. Albums for Spooky Ninth. Or yeah. Well, we're supposed to be Spooky Ninth. Let's see what we got. Got that. Oh, no, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, it was a different album that we're going to talk about. It was the next album. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, still a transition. Yeah, it's still a transition. Um, but I, it, overall, I mean, like I said, it was basic. Uh, I don't know the neighborhood. so And I refused to listen to the neighborhood for a really long time. Yeah, uh, because you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Because just a basic six out of ten there. Basic six out of ten. All right, uh, Sebastian, what do you think? Hey guys, I'm an Aquarius. I drive a white Jeep. I also like. I also very much have a Starbucks rewards card, and I like this album. It's pretty pleasant. Uh, you know, it had some nice reverb on the mix. He made a lot of it uh, very poppy. And it was uh, simple, clean, pristine, and overall okay. Okay, guys. Well, I guess I'm going to go give myself a caffeine overdose and also hang out my new dream catcher. Hope you guys enjoyed. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Was that, was that your take, though? Yeah, that was that, it. That's it? All right. Fair enough. You know, that's fair. Um, yeah. I get it. I know. It's the neighborhood. They're very, uh, honestly, no, you know what? They're not as trendy as they used to be, you know, like they were like, you know, Oh yeah. They've definitely gotten a lot better with that. Definitely. Cause they were the shit that everybody listened to. Like, Oh my God, the fucking neighborhood wiped out, dude. I love you. Oh my God. Such a great album. And like, honestly, I love you is my least favorite album by the neighborhood. And that's the one with sweater weather on there. So Take that as you will. That's why it's your least favorite album. Because <laughs> like of Sweater Because the song is garbage. <laughs> I like the song. No. You're but, garbage. But anyway. Get off this pod, you're canceled. Get canceled. <laughs> um, no, but like the thing is, is like uh, after that album, they genuinely were getting better. Like, you know, with uh, – with that we wiped out was a pretty solid album what i noticed too is that each of their albums goes back a decade like it seems like uh you know i love you was more of the 2000s uh i wiped out maybe some more like the 2000s but like slowly transitioned to like some of the 90s era stuff uh especially with the slower songs and then when you got to their self-titled album from a couple years ago that was just full-on 80s synth pop so that was like a whole big direction. And then with this album, they are definitely showing their 70s influence 
And you know, I really, I, I really like it. I really like that they do that with each and every one of their albums. Uh, while I only listened to this album once, I mean, I've also listened to uh, like the first time I only listened to the self-titled one. I was already hooked immediately. It only took one listen to be hooked. This one, it might take a couple more. Like, I'm generally gonna go back to it and listen to it again. But like, there was no song that really like stuck out to me. And that was, like, really worth mentioning at all. But that doesn't mean, like, it, there were bad songs. Like, I loved Pretty Boy. Lost in Transi- uh, Translation was awesome. Um, the Tobacco Sunburst, the second-to-last track, and uh, one of the more uh, acoustic tracks. I forget if it was a full-on acoustic. I'm pretty sure it was a full-on acoustic track. That is the best acoustic track the neighborhood has ever written. That one actually did stick out to me the most. And I really got to give them props for that because, man, I loved everything about that. Like, it was just very chill. It was very them. It worked perfectly. I loved it. And then they followed it up with the last song, which is probably the weakest acoustic track that I've heard from the uh, the neighborhood. And I'm like, well, you can't. They can't almost the says the fucking weekend. Okay. I did. I did. I almost said the the worst weekend <laughs> acoustic track. Don't worry about it. Though. Yeah, the lead singer just slowly turns black and it's like, oh, shit, it is the weekend. What are you doing here? But yeah, it's it, it wasn't that that last track was not that good. But overall, the album was still pretty decent. I gave it an eight out of ten on the uh, initial listen. And I'm definitely going to go back to it because there's I know for a fact that there's some songs on there that deserve another listen and that uh, has a it's it's worthy of, you know, so definitely we'll go back to that one. But yeah, we got a couple more heading your way here. But before we do, let's have a word from our sponsor. Kunanku Fenny. Oh, you know what that means? It means we're back. So let's head on into it. <laughs> the... Did you hear what I said? Yes, I did. <laughs> it, took me, it took me so long to try and like figure out how to say that. <laughs> it was perfect. I loved it. All right, but let's get into it here with the new Alicia Keys album, Alicia. Uh, I'm saying that right, right? It's not Alicia, right? Is it Alicia or Alicia? Yeah, it's Alicia. It's Alicia. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. All right, well... Anyway, she's got a new album out. It is very heavily R&B and soul, as you probably would have guessed. Uh, for me, this album was uh, it was pretty good, uh, especially the first half. I loved everything about the first half of the album. Uh, like Time Machine, Authors of Forever, Wasted Energy, just like back to back to back, continuously, up until about track seven or eight, uh, which is, at that point, it got a little bit too slow, and it then just got so slow to the point where i just couldn't even appreciate it anymore i mean those tracks that i mentioned were like solid they were upbeat in some sort of way like more upbeat if anything like an upbeat slower tune you know but i don't know just the last half of the album was just very weak and i I couldn't appreciate it that much you know but nevertheless it was still a solid album at least that first half uh ended up giving it a six and a half i wish i could have appreciated it more especially because khalid was featured and i really do like khalid and like when he's featured in music even some of his like main stuff i really like too but yeah this even that track just was still too slow for me and just didn't do anything at all so yep six and a half out of ten for me that's all i really gotta say about it uh sebastian what do you think so when it comes to R&B artists, I always tend to leave Alicia Keys out of my mind whenever I'm thinking of uh, prevalent ones within the industry and whatnot. 
and I don't know what it is. It's just I always tend to forget her music and how good it actually is. Um, she has a lot of versatility in her range and her singing approach definitely has a lot of control and she overall is just one fun ass singer to listen to uh sadly like nate said this album does tend to dip near like the eighth song um it just kind of becomes a little eh and it just gets progressively worse from there and i'm not saying it's like the worst thing you can ever hear like i said the first half of the album is more than serviceable to make up for this and i definitely think this is one of her best sounds i've heard in a while um you know the last big release that she had was you know everybody's favorite this girl is on fire you know yeah got people screaming that throughout their tiktoks and whatnot but um yeah it's 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 you know pretty standard stuff i do enjoy this album a little bit uh like i said the first half but other than that i don't really have much to say i mean the synth was pretty okay uh that there are some very cool sounds that were thrown in as well a little bit more orthodox kind of i think i heard a little bit of a castanet within uh one of the faster paced songs um i don't really have a lot even written down for my notes on this one like i said i just kind of like zone out sometimes when listening to alicia keys uh just i don't i don't know why it just happens but yeah overall it's okay uh i gave this one an eight out of ten because like i said that first half really good really awesome but second half not so well i get that i get it uh what do you think of this one trent um well considering that it's alicia keys and you guys dogged on alicia keys um no. um <laughs> I mean, it's it, like Sebastian said. I mean, it's Alicia Keys. She's obviously well known. I don't think I've heard a bad song from Alicia Keys. Maybe. Um. Oh God, I can't. Is it Alicia Keys or is it somebody else that every time she's on a like award show, the first thing that comes up is either politics or race. Oh, I. I don't know if that's Alicia, but I, I I didn't know that was a specific thing. I wouldn't be surprised. Like it's nothing that would surprise me, but I don't know who who talked about Kobe on the last one. Who who was that? Was that Alicia Keys? I don't I I don't remember. I generally I don't. don't. Know, I can't remember. Some I might have been Alicia. Keys. I, mean, they, I don't know. There's a lot of people. I believe, is she always like whoever that is? Uh, I don't know if it's Alicia Keys or not. Uh, if it is, then it is. Yeah, it was it was Alicia and uh, was Lizzo? Sorry, I was trying to fact check it because uh, okay. I was I was sure it was her, and I was gonna say something, but I wanted to make sure I looked it up and sure as well. Uh, yeah, because yeah. that is what threw me off, and I was like, I don't like when people, um, like that's a thing that comes up all the time. Because I mean. To me personally, it shouldn't come up all the time, uh, and like that is kind of the thing with this album. Uh, you can tell that like some of it is very racially and politically charged. Um, was it a bad album? No, no, it was not a bad album. The sound was great. Uh, obviously, she has a beautiful voice. Um, I think definitely uh, somebody that changed the R&B sound uh, for the current era. 
and I, you know, grew up listening to Alicia Keys. I've always, you know, had an appreciation for her. Um, but like her me, okay, appreciation for her music. I'll say that. Um, but everything else can be. Uh, the album as a whole, though, was really good. I do agree with you guys. The first half of the album, banging. Second mm-hmm. half, is yeah, it? Second half was okay. Um, definitely fell off. I like that, that is a very common theme with a lot of albums. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, because if you try and you know, every, you assume I I don't know if this is a music industry thing, but like if you assume that everyone is gonna listen to the first half they're gonna like the second half anyway Mm -hmm. and coming from our perspective people who have have to listen to albums (laughs) um it kind of gets a little uh annoying after a while personally um but no um yeah that one was okay i would say the, f- the first half, I'll give an 8. The second half, I will give uh, a 5.5. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. it was. It's unfortunate that the second half was weak, especially with how strong that beginning part was, but what are you going to oh, do? Yeah, I know. It sucks. But, I mean, I, we see that a lot, so... Mm-hmm. It's normal. We're used to Nothing it. Nothing on you. Exactly. Yeah, it's normal, especially for what we do. <laughs> right, exactly. But we'll move on now to a much more, at least for me, a better album and uh, a lot heavier than the ones that we are talked about today. And it's good. It's a good metal album. Uh, Alpha Wolf's A Quiet Place to Die. Uh, Sebastian, go ahead and start us off with this one. Well, if this album was a place to die, I sure as hell wouldn't die there because it's not very quiet, as the album's name suggests. Um, puns aside... Uh, <laughs> This was pretty okay. Uh, I'm sorry. This week was not my best as far as uh, criticisms and uh, personal input go. It just, I don't know. This album, it was, I, I've heard it before. Not bad overall. I would, I, I added a couple songs to my playlist, you know, nothing too tremendous. Uh, screams kind of faltered in some of the songs, however, and it did, it did make it kind of noticeable for me. But then again, not every screaming part to a song is going to sound great, but there are some in this album that I feel like shouldn't have been attempted as hard or maybe were too much that should have been replaced by something else. Um, overall, though, I mean, it was pretty cool. I, You know, it's metal. I've heard it before. Uh, you know, keep going, guys. I, I hope to hear them make something soon that will grab my attention more. Good shit. Uh, Trent, what'd you think? Fuck, I was muted. Um, it was it was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I didn't have anything bad uh, to say about it. Um, screams were good. Doing that, it didn't give me a headache like another album that we listened to. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but no, I. I would like to hear more uh, in the future. Uh, yeah, I'd solid eight. Fair enough, yeah. So yeah, for me, I love this album. This is my favorite one of the week, and it's probably one of my favorite metal albums of this year. Definitely one of the better ones, as uh, most of this year, for me at least, has been kind of weak. Uh, 
I mean, it's pretty disappointing. There's don't get me wrong. There's been plenty of really good albums like Currents, Casey Strain, John Petrucci. Uh, <clears throat> you know. Sure, um, no, but in terms of metalcore and deathcore, uh, it's been pretty weak. Yeah, this John Petrucci. Yeah, he's the greatest deathcore vocalist, dude, ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I said vocalist too. So that's how you know it's a big deal. Um, yeah, I love his uh, his big squeals like dead ass but no and this album though like no disappointments at all from the first track to the last everything was slapping like titled like just to begin with the quiet place to die the first track oh so good golden fate nicelate banging akutama the first single for this album oh, oh. is like... that how you say it wait, wait what was that was it yeah akutama akutama yeah akutama <clears throat> i didn't know how to say it i was like i Akudama? Like, I don't know. Akudam, dude. Akudam. <laughs> I don't give a damn a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn a damn. No, but like, and like, just even like the, the, the one part before like a little breakdown, it was like, Akudama. Oh. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is what we need. But yeah, even like, uh, uh, what were the other ones too? Like Restricted, R18, Ultraviolent Violence. That's, uh so good the album so fucking good i loved it gave it an eight and a half out of ten uh it might make it uh to my my top list at the end of the year this year who knows but like one more that's surprising i I, honestly i just love it i love the australian metal scene they have such a great scene oh they are australian yeah yeah like with diamond construct you know those boys north lane uh previously dealer before you know they they turned into the, the singer was an asshole but you know that's besides the point the point is scenes tight out there and this album is no exception it's it slaps check it out but yeah we'll move on now to the final album of the day Corey taylor's solo album cmft trent take it away Thank God. I was hoping you would say me. And if you wouldn't have, I would have said, I need to start this. This is your boy, dude. You take it away first. Now, anybody listening, I just want to say, uh, Hydrograd 2.0 was great. <laughs> Don't hate me for that statement. It's a very true statement. Um, yeah. CMFT was it? Yeah. CMFT must be stopped. Is it the Yes. Yeah, oh, just CMFT. Yeah. CMFT must be stopped That's was the song, song I was That's looking at. Yep. Um. Yeah, this album literally flowed exactly like Hydrograd, uh, and Hydrograd is one of my favorite Stone Sour albums. Uh, but Corey Taylor solo, it really, really doesn't fit. Um, the whole album was kind of weird because it didn't really have. I, there was no like definite sound. I feel like uh, it was mostly just kind of out there. Um, but, uh, the first half was kind of weird. I was kind of am about it starting out. I was like, I don't really, I don't really know, but, uh, the second half was actually pretty okay. Um, I don't remember. Oh, there was like an acoustic song on there. I cannot remember what it was. I think it was towards the middle of the album, but I was like, this is, sounds exactly like, uh, Fuck! What song is that off Hydrograd? I gotta look it up. God damn it! It's oh Saint Marie. That's the song. It's my favorite Hydra song off Hydrograd. 
Uh, but I did not like it solo. I don't know. Corey Taylor's solo, I don't... Th- I, everybody has to put out a solo album once in their musical career. Especially if, if you're, you're big band. as Corey Taylor. Oh, yeah. If you're as big as Corey Taylor and everybody knows you, uh, just so Loudwire can suck you off even more <laughs> than they already fucking do. Um, which, man, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> uh, but, no, I... It was, it was, yeah, I really, really didn't, I don't know, I might think I will probably give it a six, no, nah, i give it a seven, that's our, our standard is a seven. Um, oh yeah, the average? There was some, the, yeah, the average, the song I did like was CMFT Must Be's Top, because of the features on it, like, Tech, Tech Nine, Nine, yeah, Tech Nine's a good feature. I like, I like Tech Nine, um. And the fact that he does metal stuff, like a lot of stuff with metal people, is really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, like the fucking the cover of uh, "Mama Said Knock You Out" by Five Finger Death Punch with Tech Nine uh, is really good. Uh, but yeah, that was like the that was obviously the one song that stuck out because that was a song like I think that was a song he promoted the most. That and Highway sixty six or Highway six six six. My bad. Yeah, because that was the first single I know. Uh, the Corey Taylor must be stopped. CMFT must be stopped. Yeah. I feel like he could have done better, truly. Uh, but, I mean, if you're, like we said, if you're as big as Corey Taylor, people are going to like it. So, that's my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, not... Well, it's not what I wasn't expecting. I mean, of course I expected this, but it's like I was disappointed. <laughs> I don't care for any of the hard rock stuff that he does. I just like him. Like, the only hard rock thing I like of his from Stone Sour is the fact that uh, they had, you know, the, or I'm sorry, uh, Come Whenever May was like their best album. And I cannot, like, you know... I, I can't get over that album. That's like easily like my best album that I've listened to by them. But his other stuff is just like not that good with Stone Sour. It's underwhelming. It's not even like that interesting to me. And you know, Sebastian and I were talking about this before. It was like so his ego is so high on this album and it just irritates me because it's like the sky from Slipknot who has some of the best songs and albums with and even Stone Sour albeit because you know this first album from Stone Sour was pretty solid and uh come whenever may solid as well but uh, I just can't handle it I I don't I don't care for the hard rock stuff I don't care for the ego I no it ain't for me uh yeah i gave it like a 3a out of 10 that's really it i don't have much to say about it unfortunately but what do you think sebastian so with this one uh sorry about that i for some reason couldn't unmute myself you okay um i love Corey taylor's vocals as always and you know i like the genre blending that he does do um but god when both of us did come to that point of him being very full of himself and very pompous on this album it does 
kind of take away a lot of the uh, listenability of this album for me. I don't hate this album whatsoever because at the end of the day, it's Corey Taylor. I mean, it's one of the biggest idols of my childhood and adolescence along with even now. I mean, the guy is so, so influential for the most recent, you know, new up and coming metal bands. And you, I mean, it's hard not to be the way he is, but at the same time, it doesn't make his music any better. I still think that there was a lot that could have been uh, taken out or maybe rewritten a couple of times. Um, I was not a big fan of the uh, of the like first half of this album, pretty much, but I did enjoy the um the ballad uh the power ballad home that one i really really did enjoy uh, Corey's vocals on a clean sense went to some new heights i've never really heard before from him even in some of the stone sour cuts and uh, he really did put a lot of effort into the vocal work on some of the more milder songs and I really enjoyed those. And I honestly wish I could have gotten more of that than even like the heavier stuff. Because at the end of the day, I know him very well for his heavier stuff. I would love to see him sing some like very just like smooth and melodic stuff as well. But then again, what we did get was pretty okay and pretty standard for uh, pretty standard for Corey Taylor overall. So I gave this one a good six out of ten. All right, there you have it. I might be surprised that we didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I, I, at the end of the day, it's not the worst thing this year, thank God. Yeah, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it is Corey Taylor as well. So, and it's Corey Taylor, so he doesn't give a fuck about what any of these things. <laughs> uh, obviously, yeah, because he has to be stopped. But wow, uh... wow, <laughs> you're garbage. <Get> <laughs> I saw the opportunity. All right. But anyway, that's all for our new albums of the week. But before we go, we got the recommendations, as always. And I got mine actually right here, right away. I'm going with Jin, uh, his name is Jadina, I believe. And it is, it is his album, 85 to Africa. I cannot stress enough how fun, upbeat, and even at times just chill that this album is it is so interesting jadina is very uh passionate about his heritage his african heritage uh and it's shown so much through all of his music that i've at least listened to even on his first album the chief but this album was just such a big improvement from the chief that i i'd be a fool if i didn't even mention it it's it's so good you just uh, if you love rap and R&B and hip-hop, it's got all that. It's the perfect blend of all of them. It came out last year even, too. I am I just never even heard of it or even him till like, very recently, actually, like, the coming – the past couple weeks. So that's my t- that's my uh, recommendation there. 85 to Africa by Jadina. Check it out. What do you guys got? Uh, we'll start with Trent. Uh, considering this is uh... – the anniversary of this album i'm gonna go with this album uh we are going with corn's self-title oh yeah uh one of my favorite uh i i'd say this is like 
top albums for me uh, in my upbringing uh, when I started in metal. Uh, because A, it's corn. Uh, it's good. Uh, I remember <laughs> uh, my buddy Charlie uh, in, uh, I think it was like 7th grade, 8th grade, uh, showing me the song Daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my god. And like, I went home and listened to the entire album. And it, this, there's, for, for Korn's first album, I know there's a lot of like, you, you can look at videos of just what went into this album and how fucked it was and everything that happened like after this album too because of their success is crazy uh, but the album is amazing uh, I mean starting off with Blind like if, if you're ever at a Korn concert please stay for Blind unless you went to the one where we went to our, I think they opened up with Blind and everyone was mad <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I right to say that, Sebastian? Did they open up a blind? Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, for some reason, my mic will not stop like muting me and like staying on it even after clicking it multiple times. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was blind starting off that. Yeah, uh, self-titled. I am so sorry. <laughs> no, I was talking about the concert. The concert. Didn't they start off with Blind? Oh, yeah, and then I got fucked up in a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's was... the only mosh pit I can say other than, well, one was just not the mo not being in a mosh pit, but just falling into one quite literally. But the Blind one, I was in it, and then after, after it started, there was a spiral, and then when the music stopped, it halted, and I fell to the ground, and this guy, like, just freaking like curb stomped me Jeez. welcome to metal shows <laughs> i mean i've done mosh pits plenty of times but oh, that, was, that was wild yeah i oh my god i remember i literally got my first tattoo right before that concert oh yeah and um yeah it was the uh horcrux one right yeah yeah it was the fucking uh deathly hollow symbol that I got with uh, Justin and Lexi. That's sick. Yeah, it's. I know it's a it's a basic tattoo that everybody gets, but because Harry Potter's a big part of our upbringing, um, I think I. Oh, I don't have a picture of it on Instagram. I was like, I thought I had a picture of it on Instagram. I might post one about it, but no. Yeah, the corn self title, uh, amazing. I it shoots and ladders, and oh, it's so good like if if you know corn you know corn you know this album is good if you don't know corn uh my guess is you've probably heard one or two songs you've probably heard blind or shoots and ladders and you've or probably clown. heard coming on Un coming undone that's what i was gonna say either blind and shooting shoots and ladders or blind and coming undone um or twisted transistor that's a known one too wait are you talking about from the first album or just in general just in general oh, okay um because i know a lot of people that are like i've never even heard of corn and then i play them like one of the one of the more well-known songs like oh yeah i was gonna yeah, say even like freak one. on a leash would be probably like yeah freak one. on a leash too um but no yeah i the oh fucking album is so good uh and if you if you are a corn fan and you have not listened to the self-title please go do yourself a favor uh because it is fucking amazing and look up the story for it too it's god tier that's my recommendation. Good shit. What do you got, Sebastian? 
So I don't really have a big critique to give on this album because I actually just started listening to this band. Um, this is an electropunk band known as MSI, a.k.a. Mindless Self-Indulgence. And the album is How I Learned to Stop Giving a Shit and Love Mindless Self-Indulgence. They're a very self-aware group from what I've been able to tell so far. Uh, they do a lot of interesting genre blending. Um, and not to mention, they also had a song that was uh, pretty much a huge um subliminal message and basically the song regularly is um like you know break shit you know punch your little sister and stuff like that like very like just like wild shit and then played backwards it's actually like clean up your room get good grades be nice to your parents you know (laughs) they're very interesting as a group goes so i i wanted to listen to uh pretty much every album of theirs just to get like a feel for them and whatnot and i am on i'm starting from the newest and working backwards i am on the, the 2013 track and i can say it's pretty damn good uh just check it out whenever you guys can really cool album good shit all right well that concludes our episode today thank you boys no it doesn't no uh we didn't talk about this last episode because it happened the day after. Uh, rest in peace, our boy Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yes. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Died earlier this week, unfortunately. Uh, very tragic death, unfortunately. I should have went with a Van Halen record. Yeah, I know, right? Damn well, it. Oh, yeah. That was... All right. I'm looking up Van Halen. Hold on. I would say, yeah, I, I, I I would say Van Halen well, 1. Talk about it, I'd but... say the first Van Halen. Yeah. That I actually have that though. That is my favorite. Van Halen Two is really good. Uh, Diver Down I had I do have on uh, vinyl. It's my dad's. Woman and Children First is also good. And see, okay, if we're talking Van Halen, we're talking Van Halen. All right, we're not talking Van Hagar shit. All right, we're talking Van Halen. Uh, and if you don't know Van Halen, the difference between Van Halen and Van Hagar, then go look it up. Um, I mean. According to some, I barely even know the difference. Stop. Stop. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. Uh, I forgive you, though. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, one of the greatest guitarists uh, to exist uh, in our time. Uh, I, I'm glad that I got the opportunity to see them when I did. I saw them back in 2015, my freshman year of high school. Uh, it was the f- first concert I ever went to. Oh, wow. Solid. Yeah. I can't remember. It was either Motley. No, I went to Motley Crue first. Six days after I went to go see Van Halen. Um, and it was it was great. It was great to, you know, uh, he played Eruption. Um, I'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. Um, but yeah, Eddie Van Halen, the best boy uh yeah rip cancer fuck cancer it's garbage hell yeah those are my words dbh forever hell yeah all right any other thoughts my guys Nah, I'm good. I'm just chilling as well. All right. Well, then that concludes the episode. Thank you, boys, as always, for joining me. We'll see you all in the next episode. This has been the Music Corner of the 808s, and we are signing off.